With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And a very good morning all. Welcome, Hales. Welcome. How was your big good day out on the bay? Oh, um, good morning, everyone. Yeah, had a beautiful day at Morton Bay yesterday mm-hmm. on, on a big uh, boat, like a cruising launcher, mm-hmm. cruising launch. Um, and over to the wrecks at Morton, uh, which heaps of people were there snorkeling. Now, obviously, plenty of activity underneath that water, uh, along the shore and four-wheel drives as well as uh, tourist buses. And so very, very popular. So we sat there and had beautiful food for lunch, like uh, small bits, lots of small bits. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. Yeah, fantastic. The weather was perfect. Uh, was with the Bulls Masters and our Allen Border Group. And Alan Border arrived yesterday morning yes, to see us the, off. That's the big news. Oh, How good, hey? So inspirational for the Alan Border sponsor members yep. to see his commitment. And he he loves them more than or as much as yeah. they love him. <laughs> so it's incredible. So Jane and Alan were there at the at the wharf to see us off at Manly. And, yeah, off we went. Yeah, uh, we know. I mean, he's having his health battles at the moment and uh, – He's been through a few dramas in recent weeks, but boy, oh boy, it's just great to have him up and about. And he's keen, isn't he? Yep. I was talking to Jimmy Ma yesterday. He came in to pick you up and take you down, and he just said, "Oh, it's fantastic to have him around." He just, he just loves being around <laughs> these guys that support the Bulls Masters. So yeah, look, I just want to give it a wrap right at the start of the show because uh, good to have AB up and about and uh, and going well and enjoying the company of all the people that love him so dearly. Yeah, he was quite proud of himself, actually, that he thought to take Jane out for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so, oh, he's been like that over the years. He's an old romantic and on Valentine's Day, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he didn't know he could go out for breakfast, I don't think. And then I said, mate, you go to the boathouse now for lunch. Mm. He said, oh, good idea. Yeah, so I don't know whether far. he did. Abe, did you get there? <laughs> Hey, uh, welcome to the show. We're brought to you by Burbank Homes, the builder you can trust. You can bank on Burbank Homes and Hyundai, the all-new Hyundai Kona N9. 131355 is our Suncorp Home Resilience Open Line, or you can text us on 0467 736 736. Uh, you've got to mention the uh, the briefing for the, the players. Given the, the events of recent days surrounding the Bronx, oh. uh, apparently all four teams were involved in a briefing with one of the... Uh, <laughs> The, the police chiefs from uh, Las Vegas, and uh, he's outlined, oh, just a very pretty picture of what awaits them there. Try and avoid the uh, the alcohol, the sex, the drugs, the threats of extortion, the drink spiking mm. and everything. But apart from that, you'll have a great time yes. in Vegas. Yeah, enjoy your, enjoy your training. Uh, yeah, so that's big, isn't it? Yeah, they're, they're saying they are the traps of Vegas uh, to cause your life to change. Yeah. So be careful. 
Yeah, look, the interesting one, I think, is the, you know, the blackmail slash extortion and that uh, some of these high-profile footballers who are on big money wages can be targeted by females with uh, ulterior motives and can deliberately chase them around and then get them in hopefully not you know, compromising positions. Photograph. Yeah, exactly right. Well, that, that's why the leagueies should say, I'm only on $3 million. Because they're really looking after that. They're looking for the $100 million US footballers, probably. <laughs> exactly right. Well, look, the, the Vegas police, one of them, their bosses, Kendall Bell, he oversaw uh, Super Bowl security. So he's coming from one big mm. event to another okay. you know, reasonably big event. But they're saying that there'll be 40 security guards assigned to the Bronx, Manly, South and Rooster. So about 10, 10 security guards per team. I mean... So it sounds like they are going out. So what Why was it would like you go the... out? <laughs> what was it like at the height of your powers in India with the cricket team? Did you have a lot of security around you? Oh no, South Africa would have been our biggest, yeah, uh, big uh, security uh, special forces type uh, arrangement because it was in the the days where apartheid just finished and Nelson Mandela's election was coming up mm. early nineties, and so we had four uh, agents with us, all dressed like us. And oh, they they pleaded not to dress like Mark Taylor, but, <laughs> but, but the, you know at practice they had tracksuits on like us, and, and they had weapons uh, in certain parts of their body yeah. that uh, we, we used to muck around with. Come on, come on, Charles! That no, they were. And then one of them, Rory Stein, uh, one was a professional boxer and was a well-known boxer over there. Uh, and then Rory Stein became Nelson Mandela's um, private um, chief of his uh, security campaign. So what do they do? They st- I know they're there at training, but they stick with you after hours and things like that. I mean, you know, you, you, you're not you're not hermits. You're allowed to go and have a have a drink if you're between tests and things like that. Do they just keep an eye on you? If yeah, you they go they like us. A bar? They they like us, and but they've they've checked with the bar operator beforehand. Mm-hmm. You know that we're coming in and we'll be with them. So you know, and if so, if if there is a any sort of alarm, to, to let us know. Mm. Uh, one one South African rugby player uh, fired up on us. He he was mixing with us really comfortably, yeah. and then went outside and. Must have partaken in some sort of something. Mm. Came in and just fired up on Steve War like was gonna punch him out. Oh really? Oh, it was it was incredible. So th- that's a good good reason for you know. And we just we got ushered out because mm. he was out of control. Um, and so that's what they're there for. Those sort of incidents. Wow. Uh, like to allow you to have a normal, more normal night than would be the case if you were there on your own, like selfies and you know, interruptions to your conversations and dinners. Mm. So, you know, people think drink all the time. They think drink when you're going out to – you're going out for a meal. Yeah. And and there may be a drink or two, but like you would at a, at a restaurant in Brisbane, but but it's not necessarily always drink. It's uh, just going out in public. Yeah, well, he hasn't uh, – Kendall Bell hasn't painted an overly attractive no. pictures uh, of the, the Sin City. Um, but, uh, look, I, honestly, Heels, I think a lot of it's common sense. I mean, we've all travelled global. So many of us have travelled globally, and uh, it's not really hard to stay out of trouble if you've got a bit of common sense around you. But yeah, look, look, leaving drinks unattended. Well, that's what they tell you in Brisbane. Don't leave your drink yeah. unattended. I mean, it happens in every big place these days. The extortion one is is very interesting. But forty security guards. So the NRL and the and the commission are obviously taken deadly serious. 
Um, Bronx have got their big season launch tonight. It's not really deadly serious, I don't think, that. That's the soft option. What? No, pile in 40 security guards. What about having a bit more discipline than that so we can keep our security down to three each team? Yeah, well, look, first one, first time of a five-year contract, uh, I, I don't think over-caution is overzealous. Well, is it over-caution? Or is it that bad? Well, I would have thought 10 yeah. security guards. Yeah, that's were... right. Is it that bad or mm. or is this over-caution? Mm. Bronx launched tonight. Obviously, there'll be... Uh, There'll be a few jibes, I suppose, about Sunday night. I see uh, the vision. The vision showed quite a few of the players involved. Anyway, yep. we, we know captain and vice captain are the ones that have had to come up and and do the apologies in front of the media. But you know, they're talking about the likes of Payne Haas and Reese Walsh and, and all of them involved in this wrestle. Uh, I thought there was sort of common knowledge after the Channel Nine vision. I'd only seen stuff on Seven, which wasn't much, but the Channel Nine vision had quite lengthy versions of it all. Um, so yeah, look, they've uh, they've copped it between the eyes. There's no doubt about that. We had Kevy on the show yesterday, and uh, he was. I thought he handled it well. He said, "You know, we've we've re- we've redressed with the venue number one, which is a which was a sticking point for you. Have they gone back and apologised to this Mexican restaurant that which they apparently have? And uh, yeah, they've they've done all the all the right things as far as fronting the media and making making their apologies. It's still a bad look and, uh, you know, maybe we put it to rest now. But, yeah, look. Oh, well, it won't be to rest, Paddy. There's quite like, a few of them involved. I couldn't find anyone yesterday that would that would say they they think it's going to be a suspension. Nah. It's definitely going to be a suspension. You reckon? Oh, no. Nah. Well, Payne Haas and Albert Kelly. That was, was that less... Less public and less everything than this. Yeah, but Payne Haas was coming off a previous, remember, with his altercation with police down the coast. Right. Which he had to go and apologise for. So there was a little more to that. But this one, you know, hopefully, I don't think there'll be anything more than a suspension. It'll be interesting to... Uh, you just, what, a suspended... Sorry, not a suspension. suspension. Yeah. I don't think it'll be anything more than fines. Okay. Fines. I'd love to know what you think. Jump on the open line, the... Uh, the Suncorp Home Resilience Open Line 13, 13, 55. Is the matter dead and buried or is there more to come out of this? Now that a couple of other players' names have popped up in the papers. <laughs> 13, 13, 55. The text line 0467 736 736. On a brighter note? No, well, I wonder, just on that note, mm-hmm. you keep your bright note to yourself for a little yeah. while. South Korea, same thing. I wonder if their oh, integrity blue. unit, uh, <laughs> you know, are in are involved when Son dislocated his finger trying to break up a young like maybe having a bit of a blue with a young player who wanted to go and play ping pong. <laughs> like they left dinner too early for his liking, Son, the, the captain, mm. uh, in the lead up to their Jordan loss and they had a blue and and Lee, the, the young player, said, I'm going to try to be a better player and a better person now mm. and I'm going to help the older players. That's after he's dislocated his captain's finger. What a great idea. <laughs> what are they thinking? I know. Now, bright point. Uh, the bright point is that we're going to have Tristan Sarno on the show today. And this is what Kevy had to say about him yesterday. Fantastic year in the trial against Winterman. And, and to be fair to Tristan, he was very good when he came in last year at different stages. So we're, we're trying to work, you know, our plan around bringing him into the 17, you know, at some stage. But uh, I feel it's best to, to, our best team to start the season will be one pretty close to, to that finished off last year. I know we've got four players that have moved on, but we've also had some players, you know, play in those positions throughout the year. So if we can start the season really solid with a nice, you know, 
uh, solid lineup, and then gradually as the season goes on, we can introduce different traits and, and specialties that will yeah. improve us, I believe, as a footy team. So not guaranteed yet, is he? No. and This is a beautiful yeah. dilemma for a coach, as I said to Kevin yesterday. For this have, year. Yeah. For this year. You, the, you know you're going to lose him. If, the, if that happens all year long and the, the Broncos don't get injuries or need replacements in those yeah. positions, he's ripe for the picking by any other club. So and, and so therefore you get your next layer ready to go because you know you might lose Tristan. But, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. There, there's a lot can happen in a rugby league season, hey? Oh, yeah, injuries come into it uh, as well. Morning, boys. Uh, always enjoy the show. I think there was a little more in this than the Payne Haas, Kelly Barney. Oh, yeah, was, clearly there was, Braden, yeah, the, because there were so many more involved. I think there could be a suspension with the level of standard they set previously. Okay. So um, standards. Well, although the standards are the jurisdiction of the Broncos, I reckon, and the Broncos haven't suspended them, have they? Uh, they're waiting on the NRL to do that and then decide what they're going to do. So the standard um, decline and dismissal, total dismissal by a lot of them, uh, it hasn't demanded a suspension. Yeah. I don't think the Broncos will be happy that this thing keeps – bubbling on, particularly when you know, this is one of their showpiece nights tonight. They always have a big, big crowd involved, you know, from corporates all the way down to just, you know, the fans and everyone is involved tonight. They have a, a, a large crowd. It's out at the airport and uh, they wouldn't want this spectre just hanging over the top of their season launch tonight. Well, it's going to until the NRL integrity comes out and hands down. It's going to... Fester for sure. Uh, Pat saying, uh, who cares? The most important thing was not one of them threw punches. It was just a wrestle. Nothing to see. Move on. Yep. Yeah. So um, anyway. Look, Other uh, than standards. Uh, and Mars has chimed in, boys. Ten security over a 24-hour roster for about 40 from each club is hardly overkill. Yeah, you're probably right. Uh, what have we got to keep on? Have we do? What are they not sleeping? We're going to keep an eye on them 24-7, have we? Hey, and so coming up to 6.17, we're running a little late. Vanessa's just walked into the studio. Morning. Morning. Well, just when we think things are ticking along just fine in Queensland, there's another cyclone watch. Oh, no. The Weather Bureau has issued a, a cyclone watch alert. It's up in the Gulf of Carpentaria, so they're saying this tropical low has a moderate chance of developing into a tropical cyclone by tomorrow, so it would affect that northwest area primarily of Queensland as well as parts of the Northern Territory. So they are being told, uh, you know, even if it doesn't uh, develop into a cyclone, it will still bring a lot of heavy rain and winds from tomorrow. So we'll just be keeping an eye up there. Now we are thinking too of our friends in Victoria who have had such a wild week Mm. with the crazy storms, there's bushfires and uh, still about 90,000 homes without power. Uh, those grids just got completely decimated with big lines and generators down. So they are still dealing with those effects. Still two watch and act alerts for bushfires as well in the state's west. They've confirmed just this morning 25 homes destroyed. So that is just a really horrible thing to happen uh, to people down there. Just can't imagine losing everything like that. Uh, So... Also just, yeah, keeping an eye on what's developing down there. And, of course, <clears throat> some good news for Melbourne overnight. Tato. Taylor Swift is in the building. Wow. She has touched down in Melbourne. Her private jet arrived at Tullamarine just before 1am this morning. Mm. There were some very avid fans who turned out with their wrapped in their blankets and coats and just waiting for a glimpse of the private jet, which they did 
yet, but she was taken off pretty quickly into the terminal to be processed and then whisked away to whatever hotel she's staying in. So she's I wonder arrived. if there was jostling between the customs boys. Or who's going to handle I this? I know. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Hang on, look yeah. at my experience They've got daughters. Say, so Dad, can you get an autograph? I know. Yeah, <laughs> that's be, right. Dad must of the be year. me who does the um, Look, it's in. not much time. Her first concert's tomorrow night. So she doesn't have all that much time. I guess jet lag's not so much of an issue when you're in a private jet with mm. probably chef-prepared meals and a lay-down bed. So King-size bed. Yeah. Exactly. So <laughs> she's probably not dealing with all of those effects of long-haul travel. But even so, yeah, it just gives her a couple Big of effort. days. Uh, obviously the crew's in there bumping everything in for her concerts and, you know, she'll do her sound checks and things over the next couple of days. The post, Beautiful. The post is complete, isn't it? Mm. We've got the headshot today in the Courier oh, Mail. Good. The okay. last portion of Taylor <laughs> is done. So Where's that well, being put up? I've been a bit disrupted, haven't I? Yeah. I've been at the Pineapple been Hotel. I hung part of her at the Pineapple <laughs> yes. Hotel and we've got the final bit and I don't know where the rest is. Okay. I've left, I've left. Maddie's stolen bits. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Everyone wants a piece of Taylor. Yeah. Well... well Speaking of talent, Travis Kelsey, the boyfriend, is still uh, is still home. We we don't know whether he's coming to Australia for any of these shows, but of course, the big talking point with him was uh, the big fight with his coach on the sideline mm. during the match, and he and his brother Jason, who do this podcast now, that's probably one of the most listened to in the world. They discussed that uh, the, the, another wrestle that was going on in the in the football world during the week. But that's the, the broadcast showed you having a heated exchange with Coach Reed. <laughs> so heated, people are all over this. I mean, I get it. You cross the line. I think we can both agree on that. I can't get that fired up to the point where I'm bumping Coach and it's getting him off balance and stuff. I mean, let's be honest. The, the yelling in his face too is over the top. I think there's better ways to handle this. I love Coach Reed. Coach Reed knows how much I'd love to play for him. I'm not playing for anybody else but. Big Red. If he calls it quits this year, I'm, I'm out there with him, man. He ain't calling it quits. Come on now. He's not. I immediately wish I would have took a bet. Coach Reed actually came right up to me after that, and he just let him know, hey, man, I love your passion. I got cameras on me all over the place, man. He's letting you know not, not to be like that. Just fired me up even more to go out there and get a f-ing victory for him, man. Big Red, sorry if I uh, caught you with that cheap shot, baby, but damn, I love winning with you. You got to have your head on a swivel, because next time he gets fired up at you, he's coming hot at you. You know that. Oh, yeah, I deserve it. If he would have cold cocked me in the face right there, I would have just ate it and just been like, yeah, let's f- Go. <laughs> I'm not trying to make this situation acceptable, but this is what happens when you have highly motivated, passionate individuals. This doesn't happen if you and Andy aren't as close as you are. There we go. The brothers having a chat about that that now infamous incident from uh, Super Bowl. By the way, uh, I think we've all caught up with it. 123.7 million viewers, biggest in the history of Super Bowl. Uh, they've put it on the on the same level as the moon landing. It's, yeah. it's unbelievable. Don't, yeah, and India watch it. That's well, that's the Tay-Tay effect, I guess. Um, Vanessa, thank you. It's six twenty-one. Going to go up the uh, up the ridge. Going to go up to Toowoomba. Maddie Sears joining us again. Uh, Maddie, good morning to you. Good morning. That was, that was a bit harsh, wasn't it, Maddie? You called it a ridge. Well, it's a range. The range. I meant the range. <laughs> I was I was struggling for my words, Maddie. What's it like up there? Cool morning or just beautiful up there in God's country? Oh, it's a pretty nice morning. It was I had a fair bit of rain last night, so it cools it off a bit today, which is nice. You sound very quiet this morning, Maddie. Like last time we spoke to you, you're in the middle of you know track work and at, at the stables. Is it a little bit of a morning off for you? 
Oh, sort of. I'm just uh, just about to leave. Just about to leave home now. I've been in Sydney for a few days, and then I was in Brisbane all day yesterday at the races and that. So I've I've had a bit on. So Dad said just come in a little bit later this morning. Yeah, well, you've got to sleep in. Hey, yeah. now let's talk about overseas. Karakam Millions. It's always a, a a big time for the stable. But what happened over there? You had Bo Dazzler over there charging home in the Karaka Millions for seventh, and Bo Dazzler goes away now for Winter Carnival duties. Yeah, we were we were blown away with how well he raced um, in those conditions. You know, after the first two races, we thought we might have been in a little bit of trouble with how the track was painting out. Um, but, you know, the way he hit the line and, you know, took ground off them um, when that wasn't really happening happening that day was a was a tremendous effort on his behalf. Um, so, he's, yeah, he's at Waikato Stud now and he comes into pre-training there on Monday. Um and he's got two weeks pre-training. Then he comes back uh, into work after that, and we get him ready. He's going to the Spirit of Boom first, and then the Sires, and then into the JJ. Right. Oh, okay. Big plan for the carnival. Hey, did you unleash the purse strings over there at these sales? Yeah, we had a really good sale. Um, you know, we we've had a lot of success at the Caracas sales um, from buying there in the past. You know, it's our second year buying there. Um, so we bought five home, which was good. Wow. Um, and, Maddie, you know you said two weeks pre-training. How much, what do they get into them in two weeks pre-training? Um, so we just said to, we just said to um, Chris and um, the team of the pre-training section of Waikato, we just said treat him how you, you know, how, you know, you guys do your pre-training. So they've... They've got their own track there and treadmill and stuff like that. So because he's only had um, three and a half weeks off, he's just, you know, he's not going to be big, fat and burly and, you know. <laughs> yes. You know, it's only it's only a few weeks basically. Um, so, yeah, just a little bit of work for him. So when he comes in, he's already uh, ahead of the eight ball for us. Oh, good stuff. Okay. And, yeah, because there's winter carnival riches to chase. Now, what about Yellow Brick? Give us a, a little bit of a, an update on the stable star. Yeah, so he's um, he's been back in now for, oh, would be just over a month. Um, and, look, he looks tremendous. Dad and I, every time we, you know, pull him out of the box, we can't believe how big the horse has actually gotten. Um, he's... Yeah, I put him on the scales the other day, and he's 550 kilos and nearly 16.3. Um, the the three weeks that he had that he had off, uh, three months sorry that he had off, um, seems to we believe be a blessing in disguise. Um, he's just he's just blossomed and you know turned into. He looks like a big, strong, proper racehorse now. So. Um, it'll be interesting to see what sort of goes on there, but we're we're thinking, um, you know, possibly we've we've been approached off a couple of people for the archer, so that might be, you okay. know, a first up option um, option for him. But you know, his uh, his goal we'd really we'd really like to see him in a Stradbroke, you know, second third up on on real fresh legs, and then and then go from there. Well, oh, that's exciting. Hey, now just quickly, what about the Chris Nelson mentioned this? They've got a couple of likely. Likely types at the weekend, haven't you, at Eagle Farm? Yeah, we've got a very exciting horse. Um, that you know, it was a long, long journey to get him to where where he is now. A horse by the name of um, Jungle Prince. Um, 
that won very impressively first up. So he's uh, he's going to step out to the mile. Um, we've always had a very high opinion of him, um, Melvin, that, that owns him. He's been lucky enough to, to be nice and patient with him and that paid off and he also owns Sharp Dazzler that's in the same race and um, anyone that sort of follows that horse probably knows he should have won his maiden about five times. Uh, he's been pretty unlucky yes. with bad barriers bad barriers and stuff like that. Um, but, you know, I think, you know, I think both horses in their own right, um, you know, will be competitive in that race. But, yeah, Jungle Prince um, is definitely is definitely very talented. Mm. And you're probably on the way to Ipswich pretty soon. Punisher in race three today? Yeah, he, uh, he was very unlucky, we thought, uh, at his last start at Ipswich, you know, just... He's got had a bit of a hampered run, um, and I think that that cost him cost him the win. So he's uh, he had a little little hiccup um, in his prep, which is sort of why he's nearly a month between runs. But he had had a really nice jump out last week, and and that kind of thing. He's he's very much on track to yeah to run a very very bold race today. We okay. believe. Good stuff. Great. Always a joy to talk to you. Yep. And obviously things looking good. Yellow Brick's looking great. Bo Dazzler's having a little break before the carnival. And you've got a couple of other good ones in the stable. Well done, Matty. Thanks for chatting. Good luck, Matty. No worries. Thanks. See you, bye. Bye. That's for Racing Queensland. But remember, what are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit thegamblinghelponline.org.au. Special guest on the show, Hills. What a start to, to the trial season for Tristan Saylor. Uh, Tristan, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Um, a bit of a bit, a bit of drama down at Red Hill. You've managed to stay out of the spotlight, mate. Yes. No. It's been. Um, there's been a lot of media around, but <laughs> all the boys are all good, and we're just um, trying to focus on training in the trial this weekend. Yeah, we had Kevy on the show yesterday, and he said, "Look, hopefully it's put to bed. You've got your big night tonight, of course, with the the launch and and things like that. So it's been an unwanted distraction, hasn't it?" Yeah, definitely. I think. Um, all the boys are pretty pretty unfazed by it. We've um sort of just moved past and yeah, focus on training and get to go to go over to the US next week too, which is pretty exciting. Tristan, you're on that you're on the trip? Um, well, I, hopefully. I've been told that I might be, but once I just want to wait till the team list come out to get super excited, I think. <laughs> yeah, right. Where are you at, at at the moment with your footy? It's been a busy couple of years, eh? Hey? From from the Illawarra region, then South Logan, then train and trial and then debut against the Warriors and a game at the Gabba. Yeah, definitely. It's um it has been very um it has been very, I guess, adventurous over the past couple yeah. of years. But, yeah, finally nice and settled. And um, it's a great club and all the boys are so good. So really enjoying that. And, yeah, it's just sort of about me working hard and sort of just trying to find the opportunities where I can and take the most of them when I can. Mm. Uh, it was a tricky summer for you because you had that offer from Lee Leopards in the Super League. Just tell us how that went down. Yeah, there was definitely interest from um, Super League. And I think... I was saying that a lot of people with my attributes sort of go over there and go really well in that game, I find, like Jay Field, Bevan French. So that's definitely what made it, I guess, a bit enticing and being able to play in my position in one of the top-level leagues in the world, I guess. But, um, yeah, so there was definitely interest from there, but have the contract with Bronx till 2025. So um, ended up staying and, yeah, hopefully can find my way into the 17 here um, at some stage throughout the year. Mm, and if if that doesn't happen, 
you know, immediately, you've got to remember why that contract was signed. It's called security. You've got to really wrap yourself up in that security and, and get enjoying things. Yeah, for sure. I think that's it. Just um, always controlling what you can control and just working my hardest to be a better player every day. Hey, in that win of trial, I mean, you're under a bit of pressure. I know it was a wet ground and all that sort of thing, but uh, certainly a loss wouldn't have been in Kevy's thinking. You basically took it in your own hands to change that match around. Is that the way you like to play your footy? Uh, yeah, definitely. I think, yeah, Kev almost had a heart attack on um, Saturday. But, <laughs> yeah, luckily got a few touches on the ball and had a few try involvements. And I think especially sitting off the first 25, you definitely just want to inject yourself. But, yeah, I'm very. I'm someone who always loves the ball in my hands. And I think the good thing about Kev, and it's really helped Walshie, Ezra, myself, is that he lets you express yourself and sort of be the player that you can be um, without any restraints, really. So we're open to being creative and managing to um, pull some things off, I guess. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, and you you are doing it. Um, what is? Are you aware of the player feeling about the changes for this year, like replacing those big-name losses from the Ford Pack and Herbie Farnworth? Does the team discuss that, feel anything, or, or is it just confident? Um, we're definitely still confident. I mean, all the boys that left have been been here since juniors, so I guess there was that sort of mateship aspect that, that sort of um, was probably the major factor. But the boys that are coming have been great. Fletcher Baker, Jaden Hunt have been. Um, really good, and then yep. we've got we've got so much depth in the backs with Selwyn being able to fill that centre spot, and then Dean Mariner, Jesse Arthur's playing the best footy of his life at the moment. So we're all really confident that we can sort of emulate last year, hopefully. Now, I was going to ask you about that. How do you reckon Selwyn will go in the centres? I think he's phenomenal. He's he's honestly just so talented, and trying to defend him one on one, it just it gives me nightmares. So I imagine it'll <laughs> give a lot of centres nightmares because he is. He's just so unbelievable with what he can do. Um, and defensively, too, he's just so instinctual and reads the ball so well. Okay. Because yeah. we sort of have the two teams here and attacking against him, it's um, it's not easy, I can tell you that. <laughs> so what is Kevy saying to you, mate, behind closed doors about, you know, it's every coach's perfect dilemma, I suppose, having a player like you that you're just desperate to get into your 17 because, you know, on your day you can be a match winner. Yeah, for sure. Kev's spoken to me about how much I do mean to the squad. Um, and I guess it, we have tossed up the idea of that 14 spot this year if it comes about. I mean, we've got Tyson Smoothie there who's unbelievable at the moment. So, um, But if, if the opportunity does come, that um, that is something we have spoken about. And, yeah, I guess it's just it's so hard at the moment with the amazing spine we've got. Um, it's pretty chock-a-block full. So I guess we've spoken about finding my way into the 17 somehow, but it's just going to be a matter of when and where, I guess. Yeah, yeah. No, all the right words and great attitudes, mate. It's brilliant. But it doesn't really matter what Kevy says. It's what Dad says. (laughs) How's he going and what type is he, the big Dell, in my day type uh, dad, or how are you going, mate? Nah, he's all right. He, um, (laughs) I think the other thing is I've sort of, Growing up with him, or everything he says is one, one in one ear and out the other because he speaks so much. But, <laughs> but no, he's um he's been pretty good, and um yeah, we're more just father son sort of stuff. 
Yes, we both well, play a bit of golf and stuff, so we speak about that more than footy, just about. Well, yeah, good. let me just interrupt you, Heels, here. I, you wouldn't know this, but I helped put you through school because your father <laughs> and I and and, uh, and Alf <laughs> used to play quite a bit of golf, and I was one of the, the the biggest easy beats on the golf course. So I reckon I've contributed to your schooling through the years, mate, to tell you the truth. <laughs> Hey. Well, thank you for getting me educated. I appreciate that. <laughs> hey, how, is, how is he? Is he, is he a nervous watcher? I've, I've seen a few shots of him when you're playing in the crowd. He looks to be a nervous footy dad. Yeah, I think um, he was always all right growing up, but I think now that it's sort of bigger stages, he does get a bit nervous. Um, but then he could always put that on for the cameras, I reckon, because he gets <laughs> a fair bit of screen time during my game. So. He might just play and be playing a little bit of a part there, but no, nah, I think he's just very passionate. So um, it would definitely affect him. He, he totally is passionate about life. And Tristan, where does he live these days? He's down in Sydney. Yeah, okay. yeah. So he's just living in the city there. Yeah, okay. Talking on the radio, it's his dream life, I think. Yeah, well, please say hello to him for for us, mate. Uh, Will do. He's been for great sure. for cricket as well. He's he's taken a few trips with the Bulls Masters. Uh, out to uh, country areas for the good of cricket, which is outstanding. Yeah, definitely. Now, now you're up nice and early. Is it a, a focus of the Bronx to beat the heat and humidity with your training? Yeah, definitely. We get here pretty early, and I think, yeah, that is a factor, is definitely beat the heat. The whole preseason has been very, very hot, so it's been tough. But, um, yeah, just getting to training, and we got a bit of shoulder extras and stretching, and then onto the field. Mm. Obviously, you know the, the the message I seem to be getting from you that, that despite these losses of you know you've got four pretty high profile players that have, that have exited the club that there seems to be an underlying confidence that wasn't there a few years ago. Yeah, definitely. I think I only came to the club last year, and I feel like that confidence was sort of just instilled with it. And again, I think that is a big part of Kevy's coaching is the boys can be confident because they can be themselves. So. We know that we've got game breakers in our team and then we've also got um, a great defensive team and people like Paddy and Payne that can play 80 minutes in the middle, which is very rare to have multiple forwards of that calibre in your team, I feel. Yeah. Just a quick word about Reese. Um, I mean, he's the fan favourite, but boy, he's a footballer, isn't he? He's fantastic and he's he's the best guy off the field and he loves his footy. He's very um, very studious in that respect and then yeah, just watching him on the field is just amazing and you only want the best for him. And I think he will end up being the best fullback in the game the way he's tracking if he's not already. Yeah. Hey, really appreciate your time today, Fantastic. Hope you are on the plane to Vegas um, because you deserve to be. And, you know, all you can do is just keep putting pressure on Kevin and the coaching staff to uh, put your hand up and say, I want to be in that 17. Yeah, 100%. Thanks so much for having me. Good yeah, luck, Tristan. Great to chat. Thanks, Tristan Sarmer there, oh. Broncos flyer. Uh, yeah, superstar in the in the match, basically turned the match against Wynnum the other day. He'll get plenty more uh, opportunities as well. Kevy um, was a little cautious yesterday, wasn't he? That he sort of hinted in our conversation that, you know, he'll probably go, if they're all fit and well, um, you know, come Vegas, that he'll probably go with that 17 that started in the, uh, or, or with the, you know, the bulk of the team that has left that started in uh, in the grand final. So maybe there's not a spot for him first up mm. in Vegas, uh, all things being equal as far as injuries go. But I'll tell you what, he's got to be seen there some, at some stage during the yeah. season because he's a game-breaker. Oh, he's offering security to the Broncos. Don't worry about 
the other way around, mm. that contract giving him security. So, But I don't know whether it's all your work, Paddy, and how much money you handed over, <laughs> but Jeezy speaks well. He's, he's a wonderful young man, isn't he? We've tracked him down, and he's, as I said, he's a hard man to track down because he's super fast, Lofi Camperera. <laughs> uh, Indigenous All-Stars to be, Lofi, a very good morning to you. Uh, welcome to the show. Congratulations on, on making this team <laughs> and, and being part of what – it's more than a football match, this one, isn't it, mate? It's, this is a very emotional week for everyone involved. 100%. Mate. Um, oh, yeah, like, Honestly, I can't even like explain it how how cultured and um, how passionate this is gonna be. Uh, it's gonna be such a good game and filled with emotions. So um, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome. Okay, talk us through and our listeners through what the week has had so far, Lofi. Yeah, um, just like all us boys trying to get. Connect, uh, connecting to, with each other and uh, connecting back to our roots. And, um, yeah, yeah, just like we, we've, we've been trying to connect with each other as well on the, on the field. So trying to get the combos and that ready for this Friday. And, yeah, I think something like massively to do as a, as a cultured team is to get real in-depth with each other and uh, spiritually, culturally and, and that. So, yeah. Yeah. Who, who are the leaders up there? We, we know you've got the likes of Latrell and Josh Adokar, Nico Hines. Are they the ones that help help drive this? Yeah, 100%, mate. They're the, they're the elders and um, they've, they've been there, done that. So, yeah, trying to be a sponge and um, get uh, as much knowledge from them as possible. So, yeah, they, those are definitely the leaders. But I, I think everyone's a leader in this group. Especially, um, so yeah, mate. That's really good. I've I've only heard Jonathan Thurston talk about his family and things in that sort of culture space in public. Does anyone stand out this week as presenting the an emotional presentation to you guys more than others? Um, I think it's nah, not really. Um. Like it's 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 emotional already, you know, just yes. being in this camp and and um so yeah, the emotions doesn't really like like come out of anyone. It just comes out of everyone, bro. Yeah, yeah. right. That's okay, fantastic, that's mate. Great. That's what great. about what about your descendancy, mate? You've got some Pakistani and Sri Lankan as well as Aboriginal. Is that is that an interest point to yeah. others? No, nah, I'm not Sri Lankan. I'm actually just Pakistan. So. Right. Uh, my dad's my dad's son on Maori and my mum's Indigenous Pakistan. Right, fantastic, mate. Um, and then yeah. you were born in Lismore, but you're not a New South Welshman, are you? Because you you came nah, to Kebra Park State High. That's it, brother. Queensland <laughs> for life now. <laughs> now you're pretty happy about that, but you're no longer a burly bear. What's going on there, and where have you got to be assigned to if you happen to have to play host plus coming back from something? Where where are you this year? So I've been assigned to Ipswich now, so if I don't get to play, um, yeah, I have to go to Ipswich. But um, if early, if early calls, well, I'll be first one there, you know? Hey. <laughs> so I've been a burly bear since I was 10 years old, so... 
yeah, I've always been loyal to Burley Bears and I always try to give back to them. Yeah, well, the, the former test wicketkeeper in the studio here, mate, is not happy about uh, about the Burley Bears move. But anyway, yeah. we'll discuss that. You won't be, you won't need to go back there. Hey, I was in the bar no, one no. night when you got the man of the match trophy, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll try to give back one day, but <laughs> hey, let's talk about last year. I mean. 20 tries, 23 games, rookie season, first to score 20 tries for the Titans. How do you look back on that season? Oh, honestly, mate, like just recently it kind of soaked in, so it took a while for me to, you know, take it take it in. So I'm still trying to um, better my game. And, yeah, it's, it was massive for me to even, like, get one try, let alone 22, so... And to beat the record and a, a lot of achievements that I've achieved, the um, PMS, uh, now now All-Stars. So yes. Everything's kind of hit me in the face at, at once and I'm still trying to, you know, recover from it. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's still like full on for me. So mm. I guess it's been, it's been awesome. It's been amazing. It's been a journey. There's still plenty more to come. I've got to ask you about Des Hazler in a moment, but I just wondered up there in All Stars camp, has there been a foot race between you and the Fox? Ooh. Um, <laughs> nah, that's um, classified, bro. I can't tell you. Honestly, he's uh, I've, I've come up against him in defence, and he's mate. He's quick. He is quick, and I don't I don't really say that to many many people. Um. We haven't had a foot race, but he he has burnt me on the side. Okay. So I'll give him that. But yes. um, I got him back. Don't worry. <laughs> ah, good stuff. <laughs> That's right. With with so much emotion around both these teams for tomorrow night's game, the Maoris as well as our, our Indigenous side. Like, um, how do you approach it? Is it is it full on or is it going to be uh, you know, bit it knock some rust out? Oh man, honestly, I think it's gonna be full on. Yeah, okay. It's gonna be full on. It's gonna be a cracker on Friday night, and um, honestly, I can't wait, and the boys can't wait. We've been saying it to each other. We can't wait every day. So yeah, yeah, it's, I, I I can't wait. Uh, good. So hey, just very quickly, Desi Hasler, give us uh, give us your thoughts on what he's been like. Desi's been awesome, eh? Um, he's been. He's been really directive and he knows what he wants and if you don't do it, he'll give you a mad spray. <laughs> <laughs> He's already sprayed me, bro, and I'm on the wing. <laughs> <laughs> what was it, a positional spray or what What, what did you yeah. do? No, I, didn't, I just didn't even like bounce 10 metres and I got sprayed. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. There's a feminine discipline. Hey, great to uh, chat. He's good, bro. Brilliant to have a quick chat and uh, enjoy it, mate. I mean, I know this is your debut in this All-Stars game, but by the sound of it, you're, you're completely wrapped up in, in the concept and, and we love watching it. It's, uh, the freedom with which you guys play your footy is just magnificent. It's going to be a, a wonderful spectacle. Mm, go well, Lofi. Awesome. Cheers, brothers. Thank you so much for having me.